Hello, my students, and welcome to the podcast. It's been a long time since we have had a podcast. And so, in today's lesson, I want to talk about softeners. But before we begin the lesson, I want to thank all of you for listening to my podcast. And I apologize for the lack of quality. The lack of quality is la falta de calidad, the lack of something. Because, well, I am not using a microphone, right? I am using my phone because I don't have access to a microphone. But that doesn't mean that you will not learn anything. No, you will learn something. Okay, let's begin. What are softeners? What are softeners? Softeners are words or phrases that we use to make something less direct. Menos directo, less direct. How do we do this? Well, softeners are very very important in the English language, my students. Why? Because if you learn how to use softeners, then you will speak like a native. There are advanced students that I know that don't sound as native as some intermediate students. Hay algunos avanzados que no suenan tan nativos como algunos de nivel intermedio. Why? Well, because some upper intermediate students have mastered softeners, while some advanced students haven't. So, let's begin. Softeners are the core, el centro, the core of the English language. How? Well, most of what language is my students is making things less direct or more softer or less direct. So, for example, can you pass me the pen? Okay. How can you make that softer? Some people would say, say, please. Can you pass me the pen, please? But, my students, the truth is, there's a more native way of making this statement softer. We use the word just. Just. So, for example, I can say, can you just pass me the pen? Con esa intonación, with that intonation. Can you just pass me the pen? And if you want, at the end, you add, please. Say it. Can you just pass me the pen, please? Very good. So, this in Spanish is, pues no más pasarme el lapicero. Now, someone may say, well, just means only. And that's true. Just can mean only. It puede significar only. But, for example, I'm at a restaurant. Estoy en un restaurante. And I say, just water. El mesero me pregunta, what would you like today? What, what would you like to eat? And I say, just, just water, please. Well, there, the word just means only. But just has different functions, otras funciones, in the English language. And one of those functions is to soften a request. 
Because when you say, can you just pass me the pen? The pen is by itself right there. No one's touching it. No hay nada más alrededor del lapicero. So you can't be saying just to mean only. No, you're using the word just to minimize the favor. That's a softener. That's a way of softening a request, something I learned from the English teacher, Emma. She studied politeness. Al como ser más educativo, hablando. All right, so that's one softener, just. Now, let's move on to the other softeners. Because sometimes it's important to understand why something works the way it does. Por ejemplo, for example, to ask for something, we can use the word can. For example, can you open the door? Can you open the door? And that's fine. But we can also say, could you open the door? Could. Could you open the door? Now let's talk about pronunciation. We don't say, could you open the door? Un nativo, a native says, could you, could you open the door, please? Dilo, could you, could you, could you open the door, please? This is a very native way of saying it. Now, could es el pasado de can. Could is the past tense of can. For example, I can say, I can't help you tomorrow. O sea, no te puedo ayudar mañana. I cannot. The contraction is can, can't. I can't help you tomorrow. Can't. Now, digamos de que no podía ayudarte ayer. I couldn't help you yesterday. How do I say that? I could not help you yesterday. I couldn't help you yesterday. Lo que estamos haciendo ahorita, what we're doing right now is mirando las diferentes funciones de could. We're looking at the different functions of could to understand why it sounds more polite, more softer, más educado, suave, to ask for something using the word could. Because why are we using the word could, which is the past tense of can, to ask for a favor in the present. Because when you tell someone, could you please open the door? Or could you please help me to move tomorrow? You're not talking about the past. No, you're asking for a favor in the present or for something in the future. Could. So why is it that the past tense of could, could, is being used to ask for a favor. Well, this is my students because the word could is also used in a different situation. The hypothetical, lo hipotético. What am I talking about? Well, think of the phrase, si yo podría caminar muy lejos, yo lo haría. Si yo podría, podría is could. If I could walk far, I'd do it, or I would do it. Dilo, if I could walk far, I'd do it. Very good. If I could, could is hypothetical. You're talking about a hypothetical reality, una realidad hipotética. 
That doesn't exist. O sea, si yo tuviera la habilidad en esta realidad y en la otra realidad, lo haría. Si yo podría, if I could. So could is one, the past tense of can. I couldn't help you yesterday. Yo no podía ayudarte ayer. I couldn't help you yesterday. But it is also used for the hypothetical. If I could do it, I would. Si lo podría hacer, lo, lo, lo hacía. If I could. So, when we use the word could to ask for a favor, could you please help me? You are subconsciously, subconscientemente, distancing, alejando the favor. And by distancing the favor, you are making it softer. Because when we talk about the hypothetical, we are talking about something distant in time and reality. Está distanciado porque no es parte de la realidad. So when we use that same could, cuando usamos ese could, when we use that could to ask for a favor in the present, we are subconsciously distancing the favor. And by distancing the favor, we are sounding more polite. Es como subconscientemente diciendo, en esta realidad no, sino la otra. ¿Me puedes hacer el favor? Y por eso es como que no es la gran cosa, porque ni lo estás haciendo en realidad. Subconscientemente, all that is happening. It's like, well, it's not in this reality that you're helping me. It's in another reality. In that reality, can you help me move the table? Or could you help me open the door? A lot of this, my students, comes from the linguist John McWhorter, linguística, John McWhorter. He studied this and he came to this conclusion. Could. The same thing happens with would. It's a softer way of asking for a favor. Would you please help me? Would you please help me? Well, that's softer. Why? Well, because would is used for the conditional, lo condicional, which is another reality también. If I were rich, si yo fuera rico, if I were rich, I would buy a boat. I would buy a boat. Would is el ia. En la palabra compraría, yo compraría un bote. Would buy es compraría. Buy es comprar. Would is el ia de compraría. Would. So, would you please help me move the table? There, you're being very polite by using the word would. You're being softer. Now, how can we be softer when asking for directions or for something with the word do, with do questions? Preguntas con do. Now, you can ask somebody, excuse me, do you know where the hospital is located? Do you know where the hospital is located? ¿Sabes dónde está el hospital? Dilo, say it. Do you know where the hospital is located? Very good. Excellent. Do you know where the hospital is located? Okay. But that's not soft. That's very direct. How can we make that softer? Más educado. We use the word happen. So we can say, do you happen to know where the hospital is located? Do you happen? So here, happen is softening the question. Do you happen to know where the hospital is located? Happen. So say it. Do you happen to know where the hospital is located? Excellent job. Very good. Do you happen to know? And you say it with that tone. 
Now, we can also say, do you, by any chance, know where the hospital is located? Here, by any chance, es como por casualidad. So we are replacing happen with the phrase, by any chance. That means that the phrase, by any chance, and the word happen are both softeners. Do you happen to know where the hospital is located? Excellent. Do you happen to know? Now, do you by any chance know where the hospital is located? Very good. Do you by any chance know where the hospital is located? Now, here is where, is where it gets interesting. We can combine the two softeners, happen and by any chance. For example, we can say, Do you, by any chance, happen to know where the hospital is located? And here we're saying happen and by any chance, which makes it even more polite, más educado. So, let's practice it. Repeat after me. Do you, by any chance... Do you, by any chance, happen to know... Do you, by any chance, happen to know where the hospital is located? Very good. Excellent. Now, we don't only use it to ask for directions. We can use it with other things. Mostly things that are uncomfortable asking. For example, like money. Do you happen to have $5? Do you, by any chance, have $5? Do you, by any chance, happen to have $5? Very good. Excellent job. Now, sometimes we use tag questions to make something softer. So, we can say, You wouldn't know where the hospital is, would you? Here, we're using, You wouldn't know. It's like saying, Tú no sabrás dónde está el hospital, ¿verdad? By assuming that the person doesn't know the information that you're requesting, you are softening it because there is no pressure on them to answer because maybe they don't know. And if you say, do you know where the hospital is? It makes them say yes or no. But by assuming, and asumiendo que no saben la información, by assuming they don't know the information, you're softening the request. So, let's practice. You wouldn't know where the hospital is, would you? Very good. You wouldn't have an extra toothbrush that I can use, would you? Very good. Wouldn't. Wouldn't. Would you? Would you? Excellent job. You wouldn't happened to have a toothbrush, would you? Very good. See, here we combined you wouldn't happen to have. 
a toothbrush, would you? We're combining the softeners. We can also do it with by any chance. For example, you wouldn't by any chance have a toothbrush, would you? Excellent. You wouldn't by any chance happen to have a toothbrush, would you? Excellent. See, here we combined. You wouldn't by any chance and happen to. And this makes it even softer. You wouldn't by any chance happen to have a toothbrush I can use, would you? If I said it too fast, rewind it and listen to that phrase several times. This will help you with your listening ability, and then you can repeat it. Okay, now let's continue with softeners. Now let's talk about a different type of softener. The softener that protects you that shows that the information that you are repeating isn't coming from you, that it's coming from another source. What am I talking about? ¿De qué estoy hablando? We're talking about something called evidentiality. That's the linguistic term. Ese es el término lingüístico, evidentiality. Si desean investigarlo. These are words or phrases that show that the information that you are saying is coming from another source. So, for example, I can say the house burned down yesterday. The house burned down yesterday. Now, what if I tell you that the house of my friend or my friend's house burned down yesterday? And then the next day you find out investigas y te das cuenta que it wasn't true. You will think that I was lying. But what if I had said, I heard that my friend's house burned down yesterday. I heard. O sea, escuché. If I had said that, then if you came to me and said, why were you lying to me? ¿Por qué me estabas mintiendo? Your friend's house did not burn down yesterday. I could say, no, no, no. Mira, I said, I heard that my friend's house burned down yesterday. It is secondhand information. It's a way of protecting yourself. It's another way of softening or hedging. Now, it's important to understand that when someone says, I heard that my friend's house burned down yesterday. They are not thinking, ah, I'm going to use the phrase I heard to protect myself just in case the information that I am saying to the interlocutor isn't true. No, this all happens subconsciously, subconscientemente. Now, there is a way of specifying or emphasizing that you are using the phrase I heard or I saw or I read or they say, which is general knowledge, 
to show that you are protecting yourself. For example, we can say, My friend's house, I heard, was burned down yesterday. So two things are being done here to emphasize that you are softening or that you are using evidentiality to protect yourself. One, the phrase I heard or I saw or they say goes into center of the sentence after the first clause. So you say, my friend's house I heard was burned down yesterday. Second, se cambia la intonación of the phrase. We change the intonation of the phrase. We lower the intonation. So we say, for example, my friend's house I heard was burned down yesterday. And by doing those two things, putting I heard or I saw, I read, they said, it is said in the center of the sentence and changing the intonation, bajando la intonación, you are emphasizing that what you are saying to the person you are speaking with is second-hand information. So you're protecting yourself. Let's do both. Repeat after me. I heard that the crocodile escaped from the zoo. Excellent job. Now, let's change the intonation. The crocodile, I heard, escaped from the zoo. Excellent job. Very good. So, these all come in different shape and sizes. Las frases que se llaman evidentiality. So, we can say, I heard. That's something you heard about. I saw is something you saw. I read is something you read. Now, there are ways of marking general information. Información general. So it's information that is supposed to be known by a lot of people. We use they say, o sea, dicen. We can also use the phrase, it is said, o sea, es dicho, o es algo que dicen. So we would say, it is said that eating apples is good for your health. Or they say that eating crocodile is good for your skin. Eating crocodile, they say, is good for your skin. Excellent. By the way, this isn't true. And if you eat crocodile one day, remember that I said, they say. Okay. Now, let's move on to another way of softening things. We soften certain words or phrases that would otherwise be too direct if we don't soften them. Si no los avisamos, son muy directos. So, for example, my friend died last year. Someone dying isn't something that you want to say, at least not most of the time. So, it is something uncomfortable or, at times, not something that everyone wants to hear. So, there are phrases that we've come up with as native English speakers, to soften these words or phrases. So we can say, 
My friend passed away. Say it. My friend passed away last year. Very good. The phrase passed away is a softer way of saying that my friend died. Now, sometimes we use another word to soften something. For example, the word help. Help is a word that we at times want to soften. Because to say, please help me with my homework, is too pleading. Es como estás implorando. Help, ayúdame con mi tarea, right? So how can we soften this? We use the phrase, to give me a hand. So can you please give me a hand with my homework? Es como dame, la man dame una mano con mi tarea. The phrase, give me a hand, is a softer way of saying help. We can also say help out. Can you help me out with my homework? And that is a more friendly, cordial way of asking for help and giving help. Excellent job. Now, the last type of softer that I want to talk about is the word well. We use the word well to disagree, para suavizar a disagreement, to soften a disagreement. So, for example, digamos, let's say that you say the phrase, I like red apples, or I think red apples are better than green apples. Now, if I want to disagree, I can say, no, green apples are better than red apples. But to disagree is something direct, something that we want to soften at times. How can we soften a disagreement? If someone says, for example, I think that red apples are better than green apples, you can say, well, I think red apples are better than green apples. Didn't that sound softer? Using the word well? The word well can be used to soften a disagreement. Well. It can also be used to soften your exit. So, for example, you want to leave a conversation. Instead of just saying, okay, I have to go, goodbye, you can say, well, I have to go. Uh, thank you so much for everything. Goodbye. And the word well softens your exit. Because leaving a situation is also uncomfortable. Because you are saying goodbye to someone, perhaps at a party or at a gathering. And to say goodbye before anyone else leaves can come off, puede verse como algo rude, like something rude. So that is something that we also want to soften. The linguist John McWhorter also pointed out that instead of saying, I have to leave, you can use the phrase, take off. Take off. Now, planes take off. So you can say the plane is taking off. But when we use it to tell someone that we have to leave, this is a softer way of saying that you have to leave. So you can say, I have to take off. Have a nice day. Thank you. And this is a softer way of saying, I have to leave. Well, my students... Notice how I used the word well to exit this podcast. Not that I want to exit, but I feel that I've covered most of the softeners 
that I wanted to cover in this podcast. Please listen to this podcast again, my students. And remember, if you want to join the community, let me know. Send me a message to my Instagram, DC Vocabulary, DC Vocabulary. And uh, let me know if you're interested in joining the community. Live lessons, Monday through Friday. Fridays is a group lessons through Zoom. Then we have daily activities, activities diarias, every day through a WhatsApp group, videos, exclusive videos, 24-7 access to a teacher. Offer a very, very low price. Send me a message if you're interested. Be sure to share this podcast with all your friends, por lo menos 10 estudiantes, 10 uh, amigos o familiares. Quiero que comparten. Por favor, si pueden, si tienen el tiempo, hazle clic, 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 compartir por WhatsApp, 5, 6, 7 personas. Así pueden aprender y pueda crecer este podcast. And this podcast can grow. Excellent job today, my students. That's all for today. See you next time.